Thanks for tuning in to today's topics where we look at current events from a Christian perspective. Uh, I know we didn't have a video last week due to some technical difficulties and work difficulties, work schedules, and now tonight Satan has done everything he can do to keep us from doing this. That's that's the confirmation I have that that we need to keep doing it. So I ask for you guys to pray for us that that we'll be able to keep doing this and, and Satan won't win. But uh, we did do a podcast. Our last one was a podcast. It was not a Facebook video, so you can go check that out if you want to. Now, we'll be traveling next Friday um, on our way to our yearly Bible conference up in the Smoky Mountains. I'm going to try to do a podcast or two while we're up there, hopefully with some very knowledgeable people when it comes to biblical prophecy. Now, don't hold me to it. I'm not going to make any promises, but I'm going to try to talk them into doing a podcast with us. I think that, that you guys will enjoy that. Let's look at some things that's going on right now. Since we missed a lot of time, there's no way to get caught up on it, but we're just going to touch some highlights and just look at some things that, that you may not have heard about. But one of the most heartbreaking things happening right now uh, is the actual Christian genocide that's occurring in Nigeria. The Epoch Times reports that over 70,000 Christians have been killed by Muslim extremists so far. The CatholicNewsAgency.com, they keep up with a lot of this stuff real well. They report that 17 Christians a day are killed in Nigeria. There's multiple sites that have stories on this. You can look it up. It's just heartbreaking. Uh, they call themselves Islamic Jihadists, but what they are is murderers. And that's what they're doing. They're, they're killing these Christians. But they're actually seeking out anyone that's a Christian and just brutally killing them, chopping their heads off, all kind of real graphic things. I'll let you guys look it up. But what they're doing is just unbelievable. You know, here's the problem. If we're not careful, then we could get real calloused with this thing and not really worry so much about the suffering of others. It'd be easy for us to think, well, you know, I've got enough problems of my own, right? I don't need to be worried about people halfway around the world. Well, if you're a Christian, these people are brothers and sisters in Christ. And the very least we can do is pray for these people because most of us will never experience any type of persecution like these people are experiencing daily. So we need to remember that. These are our brothers and sisters. We can't just forget them or ignore them. So let's at least keep them in our prayers and also pray that those that do have power and influence will do something to stop this senseless murder. It's just awful. You don't hear much about that on the news. I don't know why. That needs to be front page. Something else that we need to really touch on is the recently passed Texas abortion bill, the ban, the heartbeat bill that they call it. Well, it's still in the news, and both sides of this issue are not giving up. They're not backing down at all. Both sides actually have appealed to the Supreme Court to give a final ruling on it. Um, and the high court has agreed. They don't normally rush any cases. Like whenever you finally get a case to come up to the Supreme Court, you know, it oftentimes takes a year or more for them to hear that case. 
So this is what's pretty outstanding. Um, they have expedited this case and they've agreed to hear it on November the 1st. You can look this up on Reuters. It's a real good article on it. This is just unheard of. They don't rush cases like this, but it's such a big deal. It's such a polarizing thing in our nation, whether to have abortion or not to have abortion. So we'll see what they do. Uh, I wouldn't bet either way. I don't know. We'll talking about abortion though. I've got to touch on this. I know that you haven't heard about this, but you really should look it up. Uh, the blaze has a good article on it. Several of them do. This may be the nuttiest thing that I've heard this week. <laughs> An abortion activist, and I decided I'm not going to give his name because he doesn't deserve it, but he's an abortion activist. And he said this week, <laughs> quote, my mother's decision to have an abortion changed the world because she only had two kids instead of three. It allowed her to pursue her humanitarian career. Now, where do I start with the insanity of this man's statement? Would he feel the same way if he was the one that had been killed? Would it have still been a great idea to kill that baby? Of course not. You know, he wouldn't be here to make such an idiotic statement. And then he said, and it allowed his mother to, quote, pursue her humanitarian career. Really? Was it humane to kill that baby? Was that part of her career? I'm, I said I wasn't going to get sidetracked on this too long. We could talk a long time about the idiocy of this man's statement. But this way of thinking is what you're dealing with when you try to talk to these people. They make no rational sense at all. That It makes no sense. So how do you deal with that? Uh, now, who knows what the Supreme Court's going to do, if they're going to uphold the Texas heartbeat law or not. Uh, if they uphold it, you can expect several other states to pass similar legislation. A lot of your conservative states, uh, southeastern states, if, if Texas's ban is upheld, several states will follow suit. You can believe that. Now, uh, if they side with the abortion activists, there may be no recovering from this. Because this is kind of like a precursor is what they're doing. They're using this Texas law to challenge Roe versus Wade, right? That's what they're doing. Everybody knows it. So if the Supreme Court upholds Texas's ban, that kind of shows that they're leaning toward the side of life and not murder. So if, if they side with the activist and they rule Texas's law unconstitutional, then abortion is going to be a free-for-all everywhere, and there'll just be no stopping it. And we all know that John Roberts, <laughs> Supreme Court Justice, was a frequent flyer to Jeffrey Epstein's pedophile island. We know that. It's been documented and proven. Uh, and he sided with the liberals in almost every decision. You can go back and look for the last couple of years. So who knows how this is going to turn out. This is not a slam dunk for the Texas law by any case. Uh, it's definitely something to keep on your prayer list because this is a big deal. Remember, November the 1st is when this goes up to the Supreme Court. It's a big one, so it'll probably take them a few days to get through all the, you know, the 
technical part of it. It'll take them about a week probably, but November the 1st, put that on your calendar. It's a big deal. And it's kind of some good news at the moment because of the massive backlash from anyone with a brain. But congressional Democrats have stopped with their, you know, communist push to have all banks report to the IRS on anyone's account that has $600 in it or more. Sounds good, right? Well, it's not total good news because they've moved the dollar amount to $10,000. Now, <laughs> that's good because it'll never affect me. I'll never have that in my account. But it's still government intrusion. Uh, it will affect probably every small business in America. You know, most small businesses go through that type of money on a monthly basis with payroll and different stuff. So, um, they're planning on doing it soon. It's what you have to look at some details because if you look on the IRS website and the federal government job site, they're looking to hire an additional 80,000 IRS employees to monitor this. So they're planning on it going through they just moved it from six hundred dollars to ten thousand dollars you know you have to ask yourself why are they pushing this so hard why do they want to keep up with every dollar that the american people spend or use what are they planning on doing with this information why do they have to hire eighty thousand people to monitor how much money you're spending from your account each week so you know it's something to think about you have to look at what government's trying to do as a whole. Uh, Pelosi and Schumer are still pushing to get this, I call it make it easy to cheat law passed that they're trying to get pushed through. Now, I told y'all that they weren't going to let this go. Just because one failed, they reworded it a little bit and they put it through and add some pork to the end of it where this guy like it and this guy like it and they'll vote for it. They're not going to let this voting law thing go. And they've proven that. Uh, the Senate Republicans actually blocked it earlier this week. You know, I've went over this before, so we, don't, we won't take a lot of time with it. But a bill like this needs to get at least 60 votes in the Senate. Uh, and it did not. All the Republicans stuck together. Now they're pushing again to do away with the filibuster. Uh, if you do away with the filibuster, then all you need is a majority vote. They got 50 Republicans, 50 Democrats, with Kamala Harris being the tiebreaker, so the Democrats control the Senate in just a straight majority line vote. Well, right now you have to have 60. Well, they can't get that. So now what they're trying to do is they're pushing, it was all over the news all day today and yesterday, to where they're trying to get the filibuster you know, removed. If that happens and all they need is just a majority vote, Oh my goodness, they're going to push every crazy idea you can think of through between now and next November. Um, they're not really as scared as you would think. The first thing you would think was, well, they better not do away with the filibuster because when Republicans get in control, then they'll do it. Well, see, that's the thing. If they get away with it and they pass this voter law that they're pushing, the Republicans or nobody else will ever get in charge again, ever. Uh you know, this law, what it would do, we've talked about this for months on here. I won't bore you with it, but just remember, this law would take away the state's rights to govern their own elections. Right now, each state is in charge of their own elections, right? Well, what Pelosi and Schumer want to do is nationalize it. They want to make the federal government in charge of it. 
And then what they're pushing, no voter ID, no anything. I've talked about it before, and I'm not exaggerating. It's just as simple. You could take a voting ballot and just mark an X with a crayon and turn it in, and they have to accept it. That's what the feds want. There's no checking. There's no anything. It's just that extreme, uh, and that's what they're wanting to do. So if they do get this destroy the filibuster deal passed before next November, we will never, ever have another election that's even close to honest. Uh, I'm not sure that we have lately, but they're still auditing the 2020 election. If you've kept up with that some, Mike Huckabee stays on top of it. He, uh, several states, it's, it, it's still ongoing. Uh, people are quitting. People are getting fired. Uh, all the people that had anything to do with this. So we'll probably never be told, obviously, just how corrupt that election actually was. We'll never know. All I can say is this. If 81 million people actually did vote for Joe Biden, then we have passed the point of no return. If that many people believe that what he ran on and his policies are good for the American people, then we're in trouble. Uh, Trump actually, to a large degree, solved our border problem. Biden just opened it wide up, just wide open. Totally did away with everything that Trump did. You know, Trump made us energy independent. He did that. Do you remember when gas was $1.70 a gallon? I bought it today for three nineteen. In some states, it's over 4 and $5. Uh, and people didn't like him because he was not politically correct. And he tweeted some mean tweets toward people at times. <laughs> uh, I've had people ask me, how in the world could you support this morally corrupt man? I said, well, if I wasn't voting for him to be my pastor, you know, that's what we have to remember. Uh, I saw this week also where Trump is starting his own social media site. He said he was going to do it, and he's doing it. It's called the Truth Social. Truth Social. A lot of people think that it's going to do well because the stock price has jumped 1,600% since he announced the initial opening. So a lot of people are betting that it's going to do well. When you look at how people spend their money, when you, when you look at the billionaires, like I've said over and over and over, you look at where they spend their money and what they're doing, that, and that'll tell you a lot about what's going to happen. He's still toying with the idea of running again in 24. Uh, I saw the news conference where he said that it all depended on the outcome of next year's congressional elections. Now, you really can't blame him. I mean, if the Democrats maintain control uh, in 22, in November of next year, if they maintain control, then he wouldn't be able to get anything done anyway. So I wouldn't blame him if he doesn't run. Uh, if the Republicans take back the House and the Senate, then you can probably bet he's going to run again. Uh, do I agree with his moral character? No. Do I agree with how he says things and what he says at times? No, I do not. But do I agree with putting America first and making us energy independent? and securing our borders, then yes, I do. So that's where I stand on it. And speaking of that, did y'all see this week where the Biden administration got caught again 
flying all those illegal immigrants all over the Northeast? Mm-hmm. Got caught again. You can go to Fox News and Yahoo.com. They have some good stories on it. The New York Post has verified planes full of illegal immigrants being unloaded in Westchester County, New York. They were put on buses. That They followed them, got video. You can see it. They were put on buses and sent to New Jersey and also to Long Island. They have counted 2,000 that have arrived there since August the 8th. Remember when they got caught doing this? What was it, last year, a few months ago in Chattanooga? That wasn't very long ago. I wonder where else they're sending all these people that no one knows about yet. Uh, you have to ask the questions. I mean, if you're taking 2,000 people and dumping them off in a Costco parking lot in Jersey, what are you expecting these people to eat? Where are they supposed to live? I mean, or, I mean, what's going on? And this is just where they've been caught doing it. Lord knows what else they're doing. I mean, it's not fair to the American people. It's not fair to these immigrants to just take them and put them out in the parking lot. You know, what, 1,500 miles from where they enter? <laughs> it, it just doesn't make any sense what they're doing. Uh, some good news. I guess it's good. I kind of looked at it as good news. But that kidney, did y'all see this, where they took from a pig this week was successfully transplanted into a human pretty awesome you can go to the new york times or the bbc among many other sites and read about it. it's pretty big uh, if this works long term this could change a lot of lives i mean you're talking about dialysis being a thing of the past no no longer needing dialysis i don't know how you feel about a pig kidney being inside of you but if i had to if my option was two or three times a week having dialysis i, I think i'd go for the the pig kidney, right? But let's keep an eye on this one. This, this is pretty awesome in the medical world. It's a big deal. Now, of course, China won't like it because it's been well known for years how they've had this organ harvesting racket going on over there. Like with the Uyghur Muslims, that's what a lot of them are doing over there. They're actually taking these people. And once they get a buyer, then they're actually taking these people and taking their organs out and selling them. They're actually using people like livestock over there. It's pretty awful, so I don't think China's real happy about this. Something else with the medical world. The FDA has given emergency approval for the COVID shot to be given to kids 5 to 11 years old. Emergency approval. Remember that when we talked about it? What that means is that nobody can be held accountable. Nobody can be held liable for side effects. Uh, once it's FDA approved, that's when you have some repercussions if something happens. But under emergency approval, there's nothing you can do. You need to be made aware of that. Axios.com is a very liberal site. I look at them sometimes just to see what they're talking about. But they report that the Florida governor, Ron DeSantos, is convening a special legislative session to fight the Fed's COVID vaccine mandates. This ought to get interesting. Uh, this whole mandate thing. From whoever is writing on Biden's teleprompter, I don't know who it is. It's not him. But whoever's writing it on there telling him what to say, you know, with the mandates he's ordering, the fines he's ordering, and now you see what Texas and Florida's doing, several other states, uh, this is really shaping up to be an issue that's going to wind up being a state's rights issue is what it's going to be. 
Uh, and that could be big. If you remember uh, back in 1860, we had a problem with states' rights issues. But the states need the federal money. That's just the truth. So they normally capitulate and do whatever Big Brother says because they need the money. Unless you're like Texas with the seventh largest economy in the world, they don't really need the money like other states. So they can do stuff that some states can't do. But uh, it, it should raise some eyebrows when you're really getting to this point to where you're having states' rights issues wanting to fight against the federal government. That's a big deal. And for those of you who like conspiracy theories, I thought I'd throw this out there. News broke everywhere on Monday the 11th that regular aspirin was found to be a treatment for COVID. Pretty awesome, right? That was on Monday the 11th. On Wednesday the 13th, a U.S. expert panel came out recommending against taking aspirin for preventing heart attacks and COVID. Are you kidding me? you got to be kidding me. Aspirin is well known and has been prescribed to heart patients for years because it thins the blood and keeps you from getting blood clots, right? Everybody knows that. That's well documented. So Big Pharma can't have you taking aspirin. Think about it. That's why two days after this incredible medical breakthrough, hey, aspirin really, really helps with this. No, no, no. You can't take aspirin. Because aspirin's what? Three cents a pill. And they want you to take this $1,500 shot. It's all about money. I don't know what's going to happen with this. When you have two different parts of the same medical field arguing and fighting amongst themselves, who in their right mind is, is going to listen to this garbage about the aspirin when you know it works? I don't know about COVID. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about but they just wanted to shut it down. So they said, oh, no, no, don't take aspirin for anything. We were wrong all those years about it helping with heart patients. You need to read about this stuff. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> Israel has completely bought into the foolishness wholeheartedly. Uh, beginning November the 1st, only fully vaccinated tourists can enter the country. Uh, so if you're not fully vaccinated, you can't go to Israel. Uh, and this is something else I found interesting. This is maybe might fall into the conspiracy theory category for a moment. But Israel allowed their finance minister, I think his name is Lieberman, but he announced yesterday, finance minister now, he announced yesterday, quote, a confrontation with Iran is only a matter of time and not a long time. Now, we all know that. We know that they're going to bomb their nuclear stuff, and we've been talking about it. It's coming any day now. But my question is, why did the government send the finance minister out to make this announcement? Wouldn't it have made more sense to have a military general or somebody in the Defense Department? But they send the finance minister out to announce this. Oh, possibly, I think is to alert any investors that might get spooked when they bomb Iran. This is something else to look at. You don't send the finance minister out to warn of an attack. So they did this so the stock markets and the, all the different investors won't get spooked and freak out when it happens because it's coming. And this is pretty much letting us know it's coming pretty quickly. I, got, I think I got enough time to give you a woke story or two. My wife loves that phrase. You can find this on the Fox Business Network. It's crazy. But along with DC Comics changing 
Superman into a bisexual. Talked about that a couple of weeks ago, right? Now they're changing the Superman slogan. It's always been, even when I was a little kid, I remember this. Truth, justice, and the American way, right? That's Superman's slogan. Well, now they're changing it since he's bisexual. They got to change that. Now it is truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. Obviously, the powers that be want to totally do away with the idea of American exceptionalism, right? No, we can't think that it's the American way. We can't think that it's better. So, and I guess you saw this too, is out in California, where the teacher was placed on leave because she wore paper feathers and imitated Native American chanting and dancing. Riverside, California School District said her actions were unacceptable and offensive to Native American culture. She's been doing this for years in her classroom. It helps the kids remember these geometry problems. She's actually a math teacher. So she does this little dance with this stuff. Well, have we really gotten so fragile and weak that this stuff makes us have a meltdown? Really? Native Americans still dance and chant at their gatherings in case you haven't seen that. And she was not making fun of them. She was just using it to help the kids remember these math problems. We can't have that, right? Can't do it. And I'm going to leave you with this one. This is crazy. But the, Na- the United States National Parks all over the country, the Biden administration, has decided to ban certain words that you can use when you're in the national park. Like get this awful word that we can't use. Can't say alien. Can't use the word alien anymore. Even when you're talking about plants. These alien invasive species, these plants that are not native to the area, but they've come from somewhere else. You cannot, listen to this, you cannot use the word alien when even speaking of plants because, quote, no no one is an alien and you can't use the word American because some people may not be citizens who come to those parks and you might offend them. So we can't use the word American and we can't use the word alien. When we go to our American national parks, I can't talk about any more wokeness right now. I'm going to give you some scripture before I let y'all go this week. Uh, I love this. It's in 2 Corinthians 6, 2. For he saith, I have heard thee in a time accepted and in the day of salvation have I secured thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. I hope that you've all done that. There's no need to put it off. If you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, this is as bad as it's ever going to get for you folks. we got a better day coming. But thank you all for listening. And uh, Y'all go to church Sunday by all means. Y'all keep reading your Bible. Thanks, guys.